Hello, I'm Sarah James, a lifestyle blogger and self-help aficionado. And I'm Kristen Howerton, a writer and psychotherapist. And you are listening to Selfie, a weekly podcast in the Lifelisten Network about two women embarking on a self-care bender. We're both of the opinion that self-care is important, and yet it's elusive. And while we may have all the information we need, we don't always get there. We want to explore different aspects of self-care, from the silly to the serious, looking at body, mind, and spirit, and also just some random talk that's thrown in there for good measure. We also want to look at the defenses and distractions to keep us from caring for ourselves like we should. Hey guys, so today we are talking all about our favorite books, which we have been compiling this list. I think, Kristen, maybe I've changed my list. <laughs> like This six was times. actually torturously <laughs> difficult. It was so hard. Because we both love reading. We both do love reading so much. And I think I actually have mine down to five. It changes daily. But we will be talking all about our favorite books. But first, we have to do a little self-care check-in. Kristen. Yes, we do. How is your week going? Well, my self-care is going okay. But I have to report back on the Moment app, which I did put on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) at your prodding. (laughs) You know, I have really mixed feelings about it. I am on my phone all day. Yeah. That is true. But a lot of the time I'm listening to a podcast. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time I'm working. A lot of the time I'm responding to emails. So what I'm finding is when I get the little reminder that I'm going over my time, Mm -hmm. Rather than feeling convicted, I just feel really irritated because I'm like, yeah, no, I'm working. Yeah, no, I have had the exact same experience because I think I said in an earlier episode, I do all my photo editing on on my phone now. So when I'm editing all of my photos, which is clearly work related, there's no social media scrolling, there's none of that, it is adding up. Also, my workout app. Let me tell you how pissed I get in the oh. morning when it's like, you've already been on your app for 45 minutes because I was working I'm out working trying out. to take care of myself. But yes. I have I have an answer for you. Did you find the answer? Okay, tell me. Yes. Okay. Did you buy the premium version, which is what, $3? I did. Okay. What you do is you can go in to your settings and you can ex- exclude apps oh. from your time. Okay. So, like, That's I've excluded my workout app. I've excluded Visco. Oh, I see this here. Screen, yes. Okay. Yes. I've excluded I Voxer because Voxer, to me, is actually communicating with people. It's not, yes. it's not just mindlessly scrolling through Instagram. So you can do that. However, I've noticed it, it deducts it from your final total at the end of the day, but you still get those eh, eh, yeah. Kind of thanks. So yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, and there have been times when it's like buzzed at me when like I wasn't using it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even touching it. Like it's in my pocket. I know. There there, so. there are clearly a couple of things that are bothersome, but in the end. Yeah. It's still reminding you that you're on your phone too well, much. Because I am. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to take it off my phone. I just think I need to tweak it a little bit. And, and you know, it is helpful to look at the insights because, 
you can you can then see where you're spending your time. Yes. And yes. it's not like I'm always working and then like getting frustrated. Like, I mean, there's times when I'll wake up in the morning and then it'll remind me I've been on my phone 30 minutes already today and I'm still laying in my bed. <laughs> That's just wasting time. Yes. And I, I will. I, man, I can add that up in the morning really quickly, if, yeah. you know, laying in bed or at the end of the day. But, oh, gosh, I, I looked at those insights and... I am on Instagram a lot. Yeah. Like, but you know, it's funny to me. I am barely on Facebook. In fact, I think the only time I'm on Facebook is when I'm moderating our group and going through questions. It was surprising yeah. to me. I do not, I, I do not spend time on Facebook. Isn't that interesting? It really feels like, and younger people aren't using Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's like, is Facebook going to die? Well, Facebook is definitely for the older crowd. That is for yeah. sure. And by older, I mean like 35 and yeah, up. because <laughs> I mean, kids are not using Facebook, you know? No. So, and I don't mind cause I think face, Facebook, I just, I don't know, but I clearly I'm spending way too much time on Instagram and you know what? Instagram's a property of Facebook anyway. They own Instagram. This so true. <laughs> it's just another way. Facebook is grabbing my attention. And our data. So, yeah. And our data. All <laughs> the data. Well, don't take it off your phone. I won't. I won't. I won't. Okay. It's just been an interesting like, yeah. I, I think I just need to tweak it like you said. And yeah, make sure totally. that there's certain – because there are, like you said, Voxer, that's usually me communicating, not really wasting time. Um, and if I'm in my email, that's mm-hmm. like work. I, that should not count. Right. No, I agree. I agree. How about you? How has your week been? Oh, well, I'm super excited because I have finally, I finally made an appointment to get um, food sensitivity testing done. Have you not done that before? I have not. Well, I did gluten, but just gluten. And oh. I, I've had it with these like unexplained rashes. I've had it with these headaches. My migraines are yeah. back full force, like full force back migraines where it's just I don't, I can't remember the last time I didn't have it. I've had, uh, I'm on like day 11 of a headache. Oh my gosh. They just, they just won't go away. And so, um, I'm having that done, which I'm just super interested to see if I do have sensitivities to certain kind of foods. I do have sensitivity to gluten. However, I'm not celiac. Um, so I'm doing that. And then my neurologist finally talked me into a new migraine medication, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which one? Um, it's actually a blood pressure reducer because, um, you know, a lot of the blood mm. pressure reduce, um, reducing medicines have been proven to have preventative yes. um, migraine effects towards migraines. So the problem is I already have low blood pressure. So we are going really slow because I think my, my normal blood pressure is like 105 over 60. So he's, he's like, I had to buy one of those blood pressure machines, <laughs> take it every really? day. Yeah, because the, the good thing is the dose you take for migraine prevention is so tiny that it, he's like, I don't even think it's actually going to lower your blood pressure at all. But hopefully we can see some improvement with your migraines. So I took it 
for the first time two nights ago. And you know, Kristen, it just plays. And I know you have a little bit of this too. I have it way worse than you do. But I, I really, I, you know, I have anxiety relating to health and medication. That's where I get real worked up. I don't like taking pills. It makes me nervous. Like, what's it going to do? And I took this blood pressure. It's actually an ARB, It's um, which I used to sell, which is hilarious to me because I know everything about this class of drugs. Uh-huh. So I used to sell them when I was a drug rep. Um, so I took it. And the thing about these drugs is literally there are no side effects to these drugs. They, they just, they do not have side effects. I mean, there's some rare ones, but usually it's just, it lowers your blood pressure. That's it. You might feel lightheaded once in a while if it's too low. That's it. I took it knowing this, but I took it right before I went to bed. And then you know what happens. I just lay there like, what's it doing? What's it doing in my body? And it just so happened that this is not related, I don't think, but I've just had one of those perimenopausal hormonal nights. And I woke up at 1230 at night and drenched in sweat, like completely drenched in sweat. And of course, what do I think? I don't think this is because I'm 43 and this happens to me sometimes now. I think oh my gosh, my blood pressure has lowered so much. I'm about to go into a coma. I am about to go into a coma. I wake Dustin up. I'm like, Dustin, I think I'm going to be in a coma soon. He's like, why? I go, I don't know. I'm sweating and I'm shaking. And then I start getting so panicky. I start shaking. I get cold. I have like the thing hooked up to my arm, (laughs) taking my blood pressure. The best part was my blood pressure was higher than it was before I took the medicine. (laughs) Because I was so freaked out and so anxious. So... Yeah, that's 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 my week for you. Just oh. freaking out about yeah another pill that my doctor wants me to well, take. Well, I'm glad you're getting the food allergy testing done. So here's a question. I'm curious. Does your insurance cover it? Well, it's funny that you ask because most of the doctors around here are more like naturopathic and you have to pay up front. But my OBGYN office does it. Nice. So, because they're kind of more of like a, they, they're OBGYN, but they're kind of optimal health for women of a certain age kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I've had some friends that have had it done there and they said that like their copay covered it. They had a couple, you know, a little bit more, all depending on your insurance, but I think most of it will be covered. I'm That's hoping. fantastic. <laughs> I know. I'm really excited. And they said that you get the report in like two days. They just email you all your information. And you know me, I just love pouring through reports and things. So oh, totally. Very excited to see what comes out of that. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, we are going to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors. IntelliWhite is a smart whitening system for your teeth that takes only 40 minutes and it's only one time. And it lightens your teeth by six shades and that's guaranteed which is kind of insane, six shades. Um, It's actually, yeah, right? So it's actually their cool blue whitening kit and it works by gel and blue light creating a chemical reaction called photocatalytic conversion. Ooh, sciencey. Sounds very (laughs) sciencey. What's great about this one is most standard whitening gels simply rely on the gel part, but IntelliWhite's combo creates this real, actual chemical conversion that is more effective. If you want to whiten your teeth dramatically, it's a great company to try because they have a 30-day, 100% money-back guarantee. So you can check out IntelliWhite's cool blue whitening kit at shopintelliwhite.com. That's shop, I-N-T-E-L-L-I-W-H-I-T-E, and use the discount code SELFIE for 10% off. So what do we have for two thumbs up this week? 
Well, um, one of mine is a new favorite drink discovery. Um, I'm a fan of LaCroix, but I also, it's not my total favorite. And this is a really nice alternative. It's called Sip, S-I-P-P, Sparkling Organics. And so it is kind of like a soda, but they're sweetened with agave and they're lightly sweetened. Okay. And they come in the best flavors. Uh, there's one called Zesty Orange, and that's blood orange, lime, and jalapeno. Yum. I know. <laughs> there's a um, Moho Berry, and that one's Blackberry Mint and Lime. There's a Ginger Blossom, which is ginger, vanilla, and lime. They have a pear green tea. Oh, it's just really like kind of craft soda yeah. flavors. Yeah. And it's really refreshing, really good. Um, but two things I like about it. One is that you can order them in a can or you can order them in glass bottles. Oh, I like I that. Just drinking out of glass bottles is fun and they look, they're really nice for a party. Like if yeah. you're having a party, put all the glass bottles out. Um, but they are also perfect cocktail mixers. Oh my gosh. Like that vanilla lime. Yeah. The, I would be all over that as a cocktail. Oh, and then there's a, one flavor. It's lemon and elderflower. <gasps> I know. Oh. Yeah. They're really fun. So sip, sip organic sodas. You can buy them at Target. You can buy them at Amazon.com. We'll link up to these, um, to the ones from Amazon in our um, Facebook community. But yeah, just super fun, um, kind of girly, summery drinks. Okay. Yeah. I'm on that for I know. certain. Um, and then my other one, we have, we taught, we have talked about this before, how like body washes tend to be full of a lot of, you know, not so great chemicals and that actually bar soap is better. Mm-hmm. So I decided to try to switch to a bar soap when I'm shaving in the morning because I have used body wash for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And so I did a bunch of testing on different bar soaps and I found my favorite bar soap for shaving my legs. Okay. And it is the Shea Moisture. Do you know that company? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a great company. I've actually used them forever because they really started um, as a line of products for for African-American hair. That's right. And then they really expanded. And now they're in Target and they're on Amazon. Um, So it's a great company. Um, But anyway, they have a bar soap called Organic Coconut and Hibiscus. It smells like a dream and it's really moisturizing and it gets a it gets a lather to the point of it feeling like a body wash. Really? Yes. So you only use it to shave your legs though? Did you not like it on the rest of your body? Well, I use it for okay, so I'm a weirdo in the shower because I use a specific bar for my face. I use the um drunk elephant mm-hmm. juju bar because mm-hmm. my face is sensitive and I can't put like scented things on my face. And then I do use an antibacterial on the armpits. Okay. So you <laughs> just, just have like all sorts of soaps lined up. In I there. do. And then I use the <laughs> Shea Moisture for everywhere else. Oh, okay. I'm going to try that. I haven't tried and it. It's $3.99. Yeah. So, you know. I've used some of their, I've tried some of their shampoos and conditioners, which um, I've liked some of them. But they usually are a little bit, I think because they were made originally, they, they seem a little heavy for my hair. I really, I have a lot of well, hair, know, but it's fine. It, it can be. And what's interesting about that line is now that there's such a crossover in, you know, who's buying it, it, yeah. it can be difficult because I will say as someone who has a multiracial family, 
you can't swap shampoo and conditioner. Right. Like right. it's different. I mean, all the time my boys get these products because I'm, you know, a product hound and I'll buy them stuff and I'll be like, I just want to try this on me. And then it's like, how, when am I going to learn? Like it doesn't work. Um, we should at some point try to get someone from Shea Moisture to talk with us because it yeah. is such a great brand to tell us like, okay, which products are for, you know, like more textured hair and which are for more straight hair. We, we right. got to get to the bottom of it because I'm never sure either. Yeah, no, that's true. Because they have so many products too. So many. That's the thing. We should do that. We should look into that. I well, know, I'm going to look at that soap for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so for my two thumbs up, I have first is just, I mean, pretty basic, guys, but it's just this organic cotton spa towel, you know, with the Velcro on it. So you can put it on and like it stays on. I got it at Amazon. I got it in a dark navy color because I have decided. My new thing is that I'm no longer just masking my face. I'm going to start masking my neck and chest too, because if there's any part of my body that looks old, it's my chest. And I believe that's the case for most people. When I'm talking to people, I kind of, I'm like one of those types that I'll kind of like look and see. And the chest area is just like, it just gets so much damage from sun and stuff. And I'm like, why am I spending all this time putting a mask on my face or doing all these treatments and not doing my chest? So the whole point was I didn't want to use my white top. We normally have white towels and it would get stuff all over them. So I went on and bought, it's just one of those adjustable ones that you can just Velcro right over and it's a dark navy color and it's organic and it's very soft. And now I've found myself just wearing it when I get ready after the shower instead of putting a robe on when it's hot in the summer. Uh, totally. So, yeah. It's just, it's perfect. So I've been using it. I love it. It's like 20 something dollars at Amazon. They have every color under the sun if you don't want Navy, but it's just funny that I thought I was going to buy it specifically for masking. And now I pretty much have it on every day. So <laughs> I don't know why I don't own one of these. <laughs> You've got to get it. It's, oh man, they're right? so perfect. Yes. Cause I'm the queen of robes you, and you are, you are. Like and it's wearing re- non-clothes. I need this. Exactly. So you got to do it. might be a step down for me. <laughs> I know. You're going to be like, well, I'm slumming it today and my just wearing a towel cut. all day. Just, just wearing a towel all day, my adjustable spa towel, but it's organic. Oh. Um, so that's number one. And then number two, I feel like this might be a, a longer conversation at a later date, but I'm here to talk about these PMS, this PMS supplement that I've now been taking for two and a half months because I wanted to give it enough time to see if it really helped. And the brand is called Una, O-O-N-A. It's a really cute case, actually. I heard about this from a physician who is really into natural stuff, but is also an MD, emergency medicine. And she was like, this changed my life. And I really Mm. trust her. And so I started taking it. And I mean, I can report that there have been some really weird things that have happened that I cannot believe have happened. For instance, um, my last period, my period is very regular. I mean, I get it. I mean, I have a 27 day cycle, bam, I know when it's coming, but it's incredibly heavy. It lasts six days. And my first three days are incredibly heavy. I think I've talked about it before. I have to like wear a tampon and a pad and possibly period underwear all at the same time. Yeah. Um, my period that I just had, um, I would never even any day characterize it as being heavy. It was light or medium. I never had like wow. crazy blood clots. I never had, it was really, really weird. Um, 
so much better. And I find my mood has improved so much. I don't have the wild mood swings. But I will say this. A couple of weeks ago, I got into that, like, I don't need this. I do this all the time. I'm taking a supplement. I start to feel better. And then I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't need it. And I stopped taking it for like 10 days, I think. And I felt the difference. I totally felt the difference in my mood swings. Um, But yes, so I can wholeheartedly say that things have changed for the better with these PMS tablets. When I stopped taking them, I noticed a change in my moods and my bloating. My bloating is down, way down, and I'm not eating differently or anything. So... So how is it working? Like, what's what's the active ingredient? So it has chase tree berry, which has always been recommended to me by naturopaths, and black cohosh. So these are things that have actually been proven to help with PMS. I don't know if it's just the mixture of the two, but then within this little tin that you get of the pills, there's an extra, there's these other tablets in it that are like blister packed that are passion flower, and those you're supposed to take the last 14 days of your cycle. Now, I will say I haven't taken those regularly because it's supposed to be like when you're feeling like when you're really feeling you need assistance or help with the PMS. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, but I took the main tablet every day consistently. And it's really cool because there's two different types for what kind of symptoms you're having. I use what they call the PMS-1 which is for irritability, mild depression, bloating, mood swings, breast tenderness, and headaches. Now, I have not even had breast tenderness for the past two months, I promise you. And let me tell you, my breasts, you could not even touch them. You couldn't even look at my breasts before I started taking this, right before my period. <laughs> they, hurt, they hurt so bad. And yeah, it's pretty amazing. Now, the other one, the PMS-2, is for cramps nausea, heavy bleeding, indigestion, gas, and muscle aches. So like check, you can't, check, you check, check, check. Yeah. So you <laughs> might want to try PMS too. And it's a three month supply. It's like okay. 20 bucks or something. This is once again, a situation where I'm on my computer buying these things on Amazon as you speak. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm really, I, I'm careful about talking about supplements, you know, cause everybody's different. And I did not really think this was going to work, but it worked so well that it was like, I suddenly, I just, I wasn't even thinking about it because I wasn't having any of these symptoms. And it's when I stopped taking it for that week or so that things went south really fast. I thought, what's different? I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not taking that supplement. Yeah. So I highly recommend it. Are glowing. Oh, it's pretty. It's amazing, and and also honestly, the fact that my friend who is a MD, yeah. you know, physician who is also very careful about what she recommends, was like, right. it changed my life. She's like, I call them my happy pills. She goes, because if I stop taking them, the crankiness, all of that just comes right back. So I don't know. Might want to look into it. Well, I'm going to. <laughs> I hear like I just bought one. I just They're bought on them the way. right now. Oh <laughs> my gosh! Shipping. So thank you. <laughs> oh, you're very welcome. So okay, before we jump into books, we do want to talk to you all about a sponsor we have. Um, it once again, I love I love these sponsors lately because they are so timely. Mm-hmm. Um, since, since it's officially summer, we're always mm-hmm. looking for ways to keep the kids engaged and. There are these kits called the Young Woodworkers Kits, 
which we talked previously about the Creative Girls Club. This mm-hmm. is like that. It's but from a, the same company. Yeah, same company, but they're called the Young Woodworkers Kits, and they make it easy for your kids age 7 to 12 to become makers and builders. Yeah. So these are woodworking subscription kits. Every month, your child will get an all-in-one project kit that has all of the materials that they need to make a really cool woodworking project totally on their own, Um, which is, for me, the big bonus. There is really little to no supervision required. This is not one of those kits that basically the parent has to explain and set everything up. They are very user-friendly for kids. Yes. They come complete with materials. There are, it's an illustrated step-by-step instructions. Yes. And all of the materials are there to create the finished product. They also receive a little child-sized hammer with their first shipment. But it's really cool because they are putting things together. They are building with wood, but all of the holes are pre-drilled. So, you know, it's easy for them to make these things on their own. One thing I really like about this one, too, is it's really gender neutral. I feel like there's a lot of arts kits that are kind of geared towards girls. I think girls will love this, but I also think boys will really like this. And parents will love it because you don't have to stand over your kids' shoulders monitoring their progress. This is something they can do independently. Um, it's it's really great. It's, it's a really, really fun product. Yeah. I mean, Malou, she is seven, and she was totally fine completing her project by herself. She loved it. She loved the feeling of actually like building and constructing something, not just, you know, drawing or kind of, which is basically her go-to. We have partnered with Young Woodworkers to bring a really big savings on your first shipment. You're only going to pay $9.99 plus postage and processing for the first kit, which is a 50% discount. So head over to youngwoodworkers.com slash selfie to subscribe and get that special deal. You don't need a promo code. Just go to youngwoodworkers.com slash selfie for 50% off your first shipment. All right. Well, it's now time to talk about our favorite books, which was kind of hard, really hard. This was really hard. (laughs) I feel like, yeah, this was very difficult to put, (laughs) to pare down. So it's interesting when we were talking about how we were going to deliver all this information to you and Kristen's like, well, maybe we should do fiction and nonfiction. I said, uh, I don't have any fiction. Like all of my books are nonfiction, which. Well, and it's funny because I don't read nonfiction that much anymore. I mostly read fiction. See, I, I would, I need to get, I need to get back into fiction. I used to read nothing but fiction, but then, you know, I am a self-titled self-help aficionado. So how can you, you not be a self-help aficionado if you're not reading self-help books and nonfiction? So <laughs> this is true. Yeah, this is true. So I just, these were ones that randomly popped into my head. So my first book is called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. This is probably the best book I've ever read in my life, fiction mm. or nonfiction. However, I feel like you have to be in a certain place to get down with this book, if that makes any sense. Like I'm very, I'm, I'm not very apt to be like, yeah, here, read this right away. Because it's basically kind of looking into like, who are you as a person? Are you a physical body? Are you a collection of experiences? Um, like, it sounds very existential. It, it is. And you know what's really funny is I'm the first person to say, I'm not really into philosophy, I'm, you know, like I'm kind of concrete. I want, but 
for the first time in my life, I read this book and I realized like all of those thoughts going on in my head all day long, like all of that inner dialogue that's happening with me isn't me. It's not like what encompasses me. It's a small Mm -hmm. part of me. It's my brain because I was being really riddled with like self-doubt and a lot of questions and just that, that, that inner, that inner voice that was always like, you're not good enough. You're not doing enough. Um, all of those things we tell ourselves. And it was the first time I read something and thought, oh my gosh, like that isn't me. Those are just thoughts that in my brain. And so it is kind of existential, but the great thing about this book is that Michael Singer writes in a very light, engaging tone like it's not all like dogma, you know. Oh, that's at all, good. At all, like I can't handle that. I don't like being told what to do or just too heavy or whatever. But it's interesting, and I think the one part that stuck with me the most was just basically saying, you know, all these things you tell yourself in your head. Um, would you say that to anybody else? And like, if you had a roommate, would you say those things to their face? And the answer is no, especially when it comes to like, you're not good enough. You're not doing this right. You know, all, all the parenting guilt, everything that we talk about a lot on this podcast, like you would never say that to anyone else. Why would you say that to yourself? So it's just a very interesting way to look at things and think like, why do we do this to ourselves? Like, what is it about our brain? So I don't know. Love it. I have recommended it to a lot of my friends who I felt were at that point. Um, so if that sounds like something that'd be interesting to you, I would completely recommend it. I love it. I was actually going to like look through mine, but I lent it out to someone. I don't even know where it is right now. I want it back. So that's my number one. And then my next one is the complete Enneagram, Kristen Howerton. Oh yeah. Got to throw that in. Got to throw it in. And the reason I'm throwing this one in, it's not, you know, we've recommended the one what's, I forgot the name of the other one. Do you remember the the one we talk about a lot by Ian Michael Crone? Is that his um, name? I believe the Road Back to You. Thank you, the Road Back to You, and that's a great book if you're just getting into the Enneagram and you're just kind of understanding the nine types. And it's light, you know. It's it's an easy read. Now, the complete Enneagram by good old Beatrice Chestnut is breaks it down that there's actually twenty seven sub personality types within the Enneagram. (laughs) So this is kind of, this is a heavy read. This is a kind of book where I'm thinking about someone I know who let's say is a five wing four and I want to go in and read about that person. I probably can do two or three pages at one time and then I'm like, okay, Beatrice, enough of you. Goodbye. But it's like so much information. Mm -hmm. Definitely not a light read, but if you want to dive in, on people or yourself, I would highly recommend that one. So that is my Enneagram book that made the list. Got to have an Enneagram book in there. Well, don't you, right? Yeah. You've got to. Um, the next one I have, and this was a huge one for me, which completely got me into what I do now, No More Dirty Looks, which is about cosmetics and uh, personal oh. care products and the truth about beauty products and how there's no regulation and all of that stuff I talk about a lot. This book was written by two um, really fun, funny women. So it has a lot of information about, I mean, it breaks it down into the science. You look into ingredients, everything, but it's so irreverent and funny and witty. And it's such an easy read, but there's so much information. So I know sometimes people kind of ask, like, why are you so into green beauty? 
what's the deal? Is it really that big of a deal? I would completely recommend getting No More Dirty Looks because it's funny, but it has all the information you could ever possibly imagine on learning why we need to be better about what kind of products we put on our bodies. So fascinating. That is my third. And then um, this one, (laughs) Kristen, have you read So Sad Today? No, but I think I need to. (laughs) Okay. Now, I just want to go ahead and put it out there that this book is very raw. It has really... Um, the language is just, it's just, it's raw. It's by Melissa Broder. It's a collection of personal essays. Now I do believe Melissa star, she has a Twitter account. that's very, very popular, but it's like her stories of, um, sex, low self-esteem, anxiety, depression, addiction. It's super dark and super funny at the same time. And it might be too dark for some, But there were so, I got so many glimpses into my own person while reading this, although she takes it really far. But I will just tell you, okay, here's here's like a couple of the chapter names. This one's called Love Like You Are Trying to Fill an Insatiable Spiritual Hole with Another Person Who Will Suffocate in There. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I took took the internet addiction quiz and I won. Um, one text is too many and a thousand are never enough. It's just, she, oh my God, Google hang out with my higher self. It's just, they're so funny. You guys have got to get this book and it is, it's so funny yet so sad at the same time. I just, I will pull this book out all the time and read an essay. And then my final one is the war of art by Stephen Pressfield. Do you love that book? I do. Oh, I love this book. I have it next to my bed. For those of you who are not haven't read it, it's about just kind of like breaking through your own blocks and your mm-hmm. inner creative battles. And there's a word he uses for it. Um, yeah, resistance. Um, resistance. Yeah, resistance. And it's written in very short little excerpts, like a page yes. or two pages, so you can just pick it up and read a couple of pages. And it's just about all the things we do to like block our own creativity. And he calls it the resistance, like the way we push against ourselves when Mm -hmm. we know we have great work to do and we have gifts to show people and the things we do to like try to keep those things repressed or suppressed and how to get out of that and how to break that like inner battle I love this book. Um, We have a bookstore here called Commonplace Books here in Oklahoma City. And Ben, who um, has that bookstore, he was the one that recommended this book. And I bought it, and I've probably read it four times already. It's a very easy read, but it's it's powerful. It's really, really powerful. So it really is. That I read that and felt like it was reading my mail. Yes, like exactly. It was just for me. <laughs> exactly. So I highly recommend that book. I think it's wonderful. I completely agree. Yeah. You you have no um no fiction. No fiction on there. Gosh, I know what's wrong with me. Uh, well. <laughs> this is your any this is your Enneagram 3 with a four wing. It is. Out. It is. Cuz you want to research all the self help. I know. That's my four. And I want to be different, a little bit different. Yeah. Special snowflake. Where I am an Enneagram three with a two wing. So I just want to read about relationships. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Well, I'm going to start with, you know what? I'm going to start with fiction. Okay. Um, and these are books that I have not read in a very long time, but um, there are a couple of fiction books that have just stuck with me, I feel like, my entire life. And the first is um, The Poisonwood Bible by Barbara Kingsolver. Did you ever read that one? I didn't. Oh, my gosh. It's Putting it on so my list. good. And there's so many good themes in this book. It's written from the perspective of three different sisters, each chapter kind of going back and forth from their perspectives. And these are girls whose parents moved them to, I believe it was the Congo, um, you know, in their adolescence to be missionaries. And so it explores themes of um, hyper-religiosity. It's not flattering to missionaries, I will say. Okay. Um, And just, I don't know how to explain, but just the way that it showed the different ways that three people could experience the same upbringing Mm -hmm. was so fascinating. Oh, wow. It was just one of those books that I just became enveloped in the characters. And it left me thinking for a long time. Yeah, yeah. There's another book that I, well, two books I loved by Wally Lamb. Um, One was She's Come Undone. And the other one was I Know This Much Is True. And Uh the latter, did you read either of those? I read She's Come Undone. Okay, Yeah, yeah. That was his more popular book. Mm-hmm. But I really preferred I Know This Much Is True. And this was the story of two identical twin brothers, one of whom um, becomes schizophrenic. Mm. And how the one brother has to negotiate and navigate life with um, with a psychotic brother. And it is just, it's so poignant. It's so well-written, so good. And again, just one of those that makes you think, makes you cry, makes you laugh. I really loved that one. Um, in terms of fiction, on a much lighter note, Crazy Rich Asians <laughs> is a really fun read. It is a fun read. Did you read that one? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I Super do read, read fiction sometimes. Okay. Look at you. <laughs> in terms of self-help, um, two of the books that have helped me the very most are a little bit cliche, but it's because they are so good. Um, the first is The Language of Letting Go by Melody Beatty. I love this that is, book. Oh. Oh. It is a book about codependency. It is a book about letting go of how you are trying to be perceived, letting go of trying to control outcomes, and letting go of trying to control other people. And it is so powerful and so good. And I just, even though it's specific to codependency, I feel like anyone could and should read it. Oh, I think so. Definitely. Yeah. Really, really good one. Um, And then I got to say Brene Brown's Daring Greatly. about the power of vulnerability is such a powerful read. It is. It is. I really love that one. I love all of her books. I know. I have her newest one sitting on my bookshelf. I haven't read it yet. I haven't read it yet. I'm wanting to dive into that. I know. Me too. All of her books are just so, so good. I mean, Daring Greatly was my favorite, but all of them are so profound in terms of looking at yourself and your behaviors and personal growth. Yes. Um, And then I had to add one book about um, religion and one book about race because those are topics that I I enjoy reading about. Um, In terms of racial justice, the book Just Mercy by Brian Stevens. Um, He is an attorney, um, and he has represented many cases of black men being falsely accused. And this book talks about that, so it has a bit of a narrative thread, so it doesn't really read as much nonfiction Um, 
it almost reads like To Kill a Mockingbird, but at the same time, there's just a lot of education in that book around the bias against black men, the sort of preschool to prison pipeline, um, the way that people who are poor um, in our criminal justice system are, are, you know, at a real disadvantage. It's just, it's a really heavy but good read around um, race and criminal justice. Oh, yeah, I want to get that. Yeah, it's so good. Brian Stevenson, he's, um, he's okay. an incredible person. Um, and then um, on the religious front, um, this is an older book, but The Year of Biblical Womanhood by Rachel Held Evans is such a fascinating read. And it's also a fun read. Um, but she, for um, a period of time, decided to follow all of the edicts towards women in the Old Testament. Oh, I remember this. Yes. And it's fascinating, but it's also really philosophical, philosophical because, you know, there are so many people who believe that every scripture in the Bible is still prescriptive for us today. Right. And so she decided to say, like, what would that actually look like? And are any of us really oh, living wow. to it? And the reality is we aren't. Yeah. And that a Ooh. lot of it is clearly cultural. So it, it was kind of a, you know, it was kind of a groundbreaking book because she was coming from, you know, a theological standpoint, but also sort of pushing back against this idea of like some of this, we have to follow to the letter, but some of it we let go. So I, I just thought that was a really fascinating book by Rachel Held Evans. I remember thinking that I wanted to read that and then it just kind you of should. Slipped, I mean, slipped even my mind. Who, you know, aren't religious or don't really have a Christian background. It's just, it's an interesting sociological study as well as a religious, um, you know, kind of examination. Yeah. Okay. That's on the list too. I'm putting it on a list. Those were good. Yeah, that's all I've got. Well, I think I have a feeling we will probably have some sort of discussion going on on our Facebook community about favorite sure books. We We've had a couple in the past weeks about favorite summer reads. We'd love to hear what some of your favorite books are. So come visit us at the Facebook community. I'm sure we will have quite a conversation going on and we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for joining us. Continue the selfie conversation with us on Instagram at, at selfie podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash selfie podcast. You can also visit our website to check out the resources we've talked about in each episode at selfiepodcast.com. Make sure to subscribe to selfie on iTunes so that you can catch up with us next week. A huge thanks to shepherd audio for our intro music. Take care.